0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King, Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles and I'm joined as always by multi Emmy award winning TV producer Chris Cangella in this episode recapping week three of October 2023 and we are starting the show with a whopper, something not on the show but kind of announced on Instagram we think. Uh, Chris, Jim Norton is no longer a single man it seems.
1: Yeah, I mean, thank God we didn't tape this uh, podcast, you know, right after the show on Thursday, because we got a whopper on Thursday uh, afternoon and early evening. Is Jim Norton now a married man? Mr. and Mrs. Jim Norton. It seems to be true. A lot of congratulations coming from fellow comics and friends and the, and the staff and, of course, Sam. So, yeah, tell us a
0: little bit about how you discovered this. I was at my daughter's soccer practice Thursday. It was kind of rainy. I wonder if they were going to have practice. But anyways, they're practicing. I'm scrolling through my phone and I see these pictures. I see a video on Instagram with Jim and a woman. Um, later identified. I don't know if it's by commenters or just you know we know the hints that have been dropped that it's that Jim's girlfriend is a trans woman. And if you listen to our show, we've been on this since the very beginning, and we we were we were suggesting this as Jim was in subtle ways. Cause if we didn't want to put it all out there, if Jim didn't want it all out there, so we're just kind of following his lead. But anyways, it's a, the woman is yelling at him about his kiss posters. They're saying wife, the video caption says, you know, this is what it's like with a wife. And I'm like, like right there, that caption and like kind of the banter is like, Oh, is this a bit, maybe it's a bit kind of funny. Like, or I did, th- I did think it was Jim's girlfriend and there was a, a Twitter handle attached to the, the uh, message or the post. And, she had her own account and her own photos and do a little digging. There's a photo of her with a wedding ring. They're close in a lot of photos and yeah. And so me and you were texting and I thought it was, I thought it was the real deal. And like, we think like the way he did, this is something, you know, Jim's always save it for the air. So we thought this would, would be, Something he's hinted at, like, yeah, maybe I will get married, you know, as early as a couple months ago. They've been he's been hinting at maybe getting a dog and the guys are kind of asking about it. So it's one of those things where like, I'm surprised. Ninety nine percent sure it's not a bit, but I'm also not too surprised because we've seen how domesticated he's gotten.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was so interesting to kind of unpack it all once you you and I were texting all this stuff. And Jim put out another uh, post on Instagram that had like five photos. Of him, and it's Nikki yeah, Nikki, Nikki Norton yeah. Nikki together. Um, and uh, you know, and it looks like some of them dated back to this summer or going to uh, was it Ozzy's birthday party maybe out in Los Angeles? So yeah, that trip to or Los Angeles, Asia, Yeah, so um, it was uh, it was so cool. I'm just you know, we're we're happy 100%. You know, I don't want Jim to have to feel like he has to hide any part of his life, I don't think he you know really wants to. He's pretty out there on many many things, so just to be able to call her Nikki and talk about Nikki being at home and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it hit me over the head, just this whole thing. And in Jim's bio in, uh, in his Instagram post, he says something along the lines, yes. Uh, you know, proud husband or something like that. And, and then it says long story. Yes. I'm married long story. So I hope we get that long story coming up next week. We got to, right?
0: I do. I do want the long story. And the, 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 the trans thing is not a surprise. no, What's interesting for me, I mean, he seems extremely happy and he sounded that way talking about the girlfriend back when she probably was the girlfriend, we think. We don't know, if, we, we don't we know do how long he's been married. married. Yeah, I mean, We do think so. But um, the, the thing for me is just like I, I get so into the show when I listen, going back to Opie and Anthony, where you picture stuff. So there's so many times when, when Jim was with other girls or escorts and he's saying she and her. So now I'm like, <laughs> you know, like it's... And, and we know he he did dabble the other way uh, in terms of biological women. So it's like, that's the only question I have is uh, like, you know, Jim's stories, he has some epic stories. Like, is that biological woman, trans woman? That's just yeah. the way I compute things and like picture and, and enjoy all the stories. That's my only question now. Um, and the other thing, the other thing I'm wondering, I, I, I wanted to, to see what you thought about this is I think whether it, it doesn't have anything to do with trans. I think whoever it was, Jim likes to keep his private life kind of private. Um, as honest as he is, like those significant others, he's always kind of kept private, like not really naming names. Another reason I think this is the real deal. But do you think because of a caller this week, I guess we could talk about it now. kind of goes along. that asked if, uh, they're, if if Jim, they picked up on a hint, as we did, if Jim and, and his girlfriend going to have side-by-side urinals. And the guy was kind of a jerk the way he brought it up. I yeah, thought. he
1: was a kind of a jerk. Yeah.
0: But do you think that when that call happened and Jim kind of went back and made a joke of it and then it kind of talked about how the guy was a jerk. Do you think that caller made it a little more out there? So then Jim was like, all right, I'll just make the marriage official. Or do you think it was planned this weekend before they go on the cruise that he would announce it? When, what, how do you think Jim's mind was working in conjunction with his now wife to, to get this out there?
1: That's a really good question. And and I think personally, I think this is Jim's decided that he was going to announce it when he's going to announce. It. He's not going to let a caller dictate to him I think you're when problem. he's going to announce something. Yeah, I think uh, it's surprising. Uh, you know, maybe it did speed up a little bit because I would have assumed he's going to be leaving. You know, he's only going to be in the show for a couple of days next week because he does go on the cruise. So you think that he'd want to announce it before the long cruise. I think he announced it specifically on Thursday um, because then he can kind of gauge how everybody's talking about and all the things that happen over the weekend and then release that kind of information during the show next week. That's why it was after the show on Thursday. But I think Jim decides when he wants to announce some things. There's a lot of jerk people out there that are, are you know, have a lot of they think they're funny about the comments. But, you know, Jim's in love and, and she loves Jim. And I'm happy for it no matter what kind of relationship it is. And you can tell by that video that they are very close because that's exactly how my wife would yell at me and how my frustration would be with my wife in that video. So you got to know they're, they're definitely, they're linked, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the calls in the comments, I think it's, it's probably fans of Jim just trying to be funny, but leave it to the professional. Cause yeah. I fans of Jim know, like there's not a big surprise. Like he's talked about, you know, this, this is what he's into for a long time. So yeah. Sure. We are certainly happy for him. Um, I feel like we could break down this stuff. This, uh, this is a monumental thing for a little Jimmy Norton. I feel like we about a whole show about this, but there, are, there's a lot that that happened this week. It was, a, it was a week where there were some guests and I thought they were, they were all solid guests, but yeah. something we kind of wanted to hit up top is you... We reached out kind of through our show last week and said, you know, hey, we we love when you guys leave comments on YouTube and and social media and we appreciate feedback and we asked for more and and you did a poll and it looks like we certainly got some more feedback.
1: Yeah, we're getting some feedback. I'd love a lot more. But yeah, we got a, a poll question out there on the Spotify podcast. And the question was, if Jim does leave at the end of the contract, you know, who will Sam be paired up with? And the choices were Bob Kelly, Mike Cannon, Ian Finance. And Nicole Biggins, real name Ryan. Um, and uh, we got a lot of responses. And uh, the thing that really, you know, showed us who the the possible replacement in the fans' eyes would be was Mike Cannon. And that was very interesting because Mike was a guest. And we'll talk about Mike's appearance this week. But, yeah, it's they, people think it's going to be Mike Cannon. So we'll see how that uh, comes about. And then we also asked a question. You know, we talked about the uh, the – Tiresome, maybe uh, the Madonna intro to this to the the title. Open song um, is getting a little tiresome. Yeah. Um, and we asked, you know, what audio drop should be in the show open? And we got a couple of responses on that as well. But Kenneth uh, M. Chadwick had a great answer. He said, how about Troy's I'm out of gas? Which was his comment about, you know, he's not the player anymore. He's he's out of gas. I think that was pretty fun. And he also said, and this is a big week for this kid cooper's giggle got to be peppered in there somewhere you know he giggles in the studio and laughs and even a caller called in this week and said i just love that so yeah that was some good advice and maybe some good uh suggestions from kenneth so thank you for that keep on coming with the you know the answers to the polls and the questions we'll get to them we got a lot of uh, questions on youtube of things we could do differently um some of those things aren't possible you know they want some suggestions of of uh, not doing the uh Actor's studio with every comic and stuff. We don't really, you know, program or talk to the guys about what they're going to have on the show. We just talk about what's on the show. So uh, we can't really get that to them, but I get it.
0: Those are great answers to the uh, audio drop. It makes me realize that everyone's kind of as hardcore. There's a lot of hardcore fans like us. I love I hope it's the auto, I'm out of gas as much as I love Koop's giggle. I would love for them to add that. Uh, you actually, speaking of hardcore fans, you actually, in your spare and subconscious time, had a dream about yeah, loving the just, show. This what is just
1: that? It's just sad. So I've been kind of oh, fighting wow. a little bit of a cold. I took the COVID test. I'm negative. Just, just not feeling 100%. And so I had a little bit of uh, NyQuil before I went to bed to try to make my sniffles uh, go away during the night so I could get some good sleep. And that stuff messes with my brain, I think, because I had a dream that uh, we were invited to Sam's house, although after that, you were never found again. So we're at Sam's house for our party. Okay. Never been to Sam's house. I don't, yeah, Whatever. And just some weird stuff went on. I was at the party and then Sam and everybody from the show, they weren't there anymore. And I'm trying to find them walking around each room, going to the basement, whatever. I'm there with his family and relatives. And I'm so uncomfortable because they don't know who I am. And I'm like, I am not, I don't know these people. They don't know me. I feel so uncomfortable. So long story short or long dream short, I walk outside trying to find the guys. And my son, Cal, who's like 23, is walking back with them from like the nearby park. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh yeah, we're just playing wiffle ball. And, uh, and then we did some uh, pickup football games. I'm like, why wasn't I invited? I I like playing those games. He goes, no. Dad, it wasn't, it wasn't my deal. So I got kind of the shaft from, from the Jim and man. Sam crew. Yeah, it was sad. And thank God it was just a dream. Cause if that happened in real life, I'd be very devastated.
0: Man, you, you feel like you weren't included with, the, with the guys That's brutal being a fan, man, I would, I would wake up like with the sweats a
1: weird dream. No more NyQuil for this kid.
0: I think let's, 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 uh, let's, what, what's the term that Jim hates when, uh, like, let's break something down. Let's, uh. I I
1: can't remember, but I know there's many things that Jim hates. But but,
0: let's dissect that or whatever. But maybe we need we. I almost called in this. I forgot what it was. I almost called in on something. But we need some more. You know, let's get some more mentions of our of our of our show. I, I guess. Chris isn't feeling kind like of forgotten. Guys. Maybe that's what my subconscious we is thinking some... that
1: the, that the, uh, the guys on the show have forgotten about us. We haven't heard much we talk about a, the town square.
0: We need a little support. You know, the I think it's praying.
1: probably my turn to call in. I just am rarely live and You're so shouldn't. I can't really get in there, but yeah, it's my turn.
0: I'll shoot you the number. There you go. Uh, uh, all right. So next we're going to go, we are going to jump. This is, you know, we mapped a lot of this out before the big news. We're going to go back to domesticated Jim. We know what's happening uh, in his life. That's huge. 99.9% sure. Uh, and in that video, there were the kiss posters and he had, he was saying on the show this week, like, they're just like, not even the ones he isn't using or hanging. They're not even in a storage unit. They're just like all over the floor. So Nikki uh has to deal with this and she was talking about it in the video um and and he's also at at once i think maybe even twice um in the last week or so jim's doing these live three-hour auctions online sam said he's done them too for wrestling stuff i would like if i didn't have like my kids running around my wife like needs me to be attentive i would do these too for like comic books like this this, these three-hour auctions sound really cool but now that jim's getting married chris do you see This it's not just a habit. It's more of an obsession. Do you see this like interfering with the relationship? You see Nikki really taking a stand and saying, all right, this has got to stop in some way.
1: I think the relationship is is exactly when they were boyfriend and girlfriend. And now that they're married, the same. It's going to be the same. You know, I think they thrive on that. She complains about Jim. Jim complains about her on the air. And uh, it's just it's fun. You know, my wife and I argue a lot and people, like I said before in this podcast, think that we're actually fighting, but we're just kidding around. It's just, you know, I hate to say this, but that's our love language, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, the, he was flattening out the posters, you know, on the ground. That's what he was using the floor of his apartment for. And she's just sick of it. And, you know, and, and she said, yeah, like you don't have enough of those in in the in the video that we saw last night. Um and the thing is is that you know he does he wanted to do this auction while he's writing. So he's writing something new. We don't know sure if it's a book or a new uh, set or whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. And so he, he likes to have that on that auction while he's writing. So my question to you is I mean you write a ton. What do you need to do when you have to write? Do you have music on the in the background? Do you have anything on TV? What do you do?
0: I finally thanks. I finally started writing again. I interviewed uh the producers for Goosebumps and there's something before that. I haven't slept much this week. I just can't sleep this week. I don't know what it is. But no, as I started writing for Forbes guy, If anyone wants to check out my Twitter, Scott King Media. Um, but I it's it changes. Like, um, I kind of I really like in your music, guy, I really like acoustic covers of pop songs. Like while that you're writing a relax while I'm writing that just gets yeah. me into a like a relaxed space where I can just kind of tackle the story. And anyone who writes or wants to write, my advice that I've heard from you know much more successful writers is. Just just start putting stuff on a page, whether it's handwritten or typing. Like just start
1: nonsense. Yeah, whatever it that's, is, just whatever, your whatever
0: comes to your mind. And then you can, then you get your lead, and then you get to buy the story, your conclusion. Then everything will just start coming. And you can always fix it up. You always do rewrites. So so yeah, that's my I'm, process. What's yours like?
1: Yeah, I'm an editor by nature. That's how I started into this business uh, in television as a videotape editor, and and I also write. You know, I write a lot of our shows and and uh, and uh, and programs and whatnot. So. For me, it is like you just said, I throw out everything, just super, a lot of stuff. And then you just start whittling it down, whittling it down, whittling it down to you get the, the thoughts that you really like. But for me, when I'm working on something, and maybe it is because I was an editor, I have to have the TV on. Because in the news business, when you're editing, you have the news program on just so you're keeping up on everything. So I need TV on when I'm writing, when I'm editing, it has to be in the background, not always up loud, but it's got to be there. It's got to be that distraction. Yeah. So yeah, the it's weird. Everybody has their their way of doing things.
0: Yeah, I've done that too. Uh, and, and moving along here, and I think this is why Jim is allowed to have all the posters is because now his girlfriend wants a $24,000 bar tea trolley. And, you know, she's gotten all the new furniture, certain paint colors. So I think there's an understanding like Jim's like, Look, whatever you want within reason, but I have to have these kiss posters in my life. So there's an understanding there. And do you think this uh, bar and tea trolley very much overpriced, like like an old detox, perhaps Do you think they're going to get that?
1: Yeah, I don't think that will happen. But, yeah, it's a give and take, you know, and he alluded to that. Whatever I need, it's like this much on the scale on this side, you know, and then she gets it on this side. So he's not spending twenty four thousand that we know of on kiss posters but if he you know got the opportunity to get that photo that we we're talking about with all the guys in makeup and that was what sixty thousand dollars you better be sure that she's going to get that t set and then you know jim also talked about <laughs> this was funny he found a spider you know jim's house and his uh you know not his house but his uh penthouse if you will yeah. is uh is just riddled with rodents sometimes and some maybe not rodents but maybe some you know, roaches or spiders and stuff. So he has to deal with that kind of stuff. But Jim likes to set them free. Um, And Sam mentioned that, no, no, he he kills every spider that he has. This past summer, I was walking outside and I almost walked into this huge spider web. I have a photo of it here, or I think some video. You can't even really see the spider yet. And then I took a photo of the spider. It was huge. Scared the daylights out of me. So how are you with spiders?
0: Uh, the big ones, you're kind of like, ah, oh, what's that? You know, but I... um. Y- you try to teach the kids to like if you can put in a napkin, get it outside like 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 Jimmy yeah. did. Uh, you no, know,
1: Jim Jim also mentioned some weird habits that he has at his house is when he's yes. <laughs> he's uh, snacking on food, he likes to have matzah crackers, which are those flat, you know, um, you know, uh, very, very cool um crackers that are kind of don't have a lot of taste to them. And he likes to use spray butter on them, which is just chemicals, as we found out from Montone. Yep. He's right. And then sometimes, if he's having stew, he likes to take a spoonful of the stew and put it on the cracker and eat it. And the boys just had fun with that. I don't think it's too far out of the realm of, of doing something like that. What do you think?
0: No, I mean, it just picturing him, you know, and we know he's got the 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 meats, carrots, and uh, he likes our. I like our X bars for a snack, but he's uh what, uh, what uh, what's the other just like? Oh, pretzels, pretzels, oh,
1: pretzels, yeah, mustard. with the mustard.
0: Yep. I think similar to, to Sam's show that I think a lot of people watch The Annoying Eater, which was a great idea. Jim should have like, like crazy old man eater or something yeah, like Crazy he just snack all these eater right. snacks. Right. And God bless him if that's what he enjoys. Um, I mean, good for him. I i love that it's stew now. Spray butter he's gotta stop. Montone's right. That's not healthy. So yeah. Probably just some some uh some stew there. And uh speaking of Sam, he we know he loves doing these interviews with WWE superstars. He has Um, A big penchant for uh, the nostalgia, the the WWE Hall of Famers, all the guys who came before. So he went to do an interview for Busted Open. He was just going to be on the show. And then in walks Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, who I believe Sam called the GOAT. He probably thinks he's one of, if not the best wrestlers ever, which a lot of people do. And he got to be in on that interview, which I kind of want to actually go uh, listen to. But did did no nobody gave him a hard time on social media about it, though, right, Chris?
1: No, not at all. I, I think there was a big fan on that. Yeah, I guess Sam went in on a Friday to do this. So, you know, he's off on Friday. So he went back to Sirius to do the Busted Open show. And the Nature Boy was there. And uh, and someone posted on Instagram, Nature B in the house.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, Jim Norton kind of troll sam on these things he did it with uh another wrestler that sam was in there calling him the wrong name and, and just had so much fun doing that and then of course during the story you know i guess and and i knew this from a friend of mine in college that used to do it i wasn't a big wrestler fan but i guess they used to call the four horsemen they used to go woo, something like that yeah, yeah. and uh so jim was doing wee during the talk Woo, just really high-pitched weird stuff and like that so just ruining Sam's day.
0: It was amazing. And because uh, we spent so much time on uh, Mrs. Nikki Norton, I think we'll, we'll uh, save some of the guest breakdowns for when we talk about the guests, but yeah, I, I, I forgot if you said you watched black mirror or not. I always love when they break it down. It's one of my favorite shows ever. And um, hearing them break it down, uh, the episodes, I agree. I kind of agree with which episodes they said were the best. Uh, did, did you watch it, Chris? And what did uh, Travis uh, offer? About yeah,
1: life. I I I watched a few episodes. Um I don't know, man. Sometimes it gets too real for me and what the possibilities could be yeah. coming up and I just like, oh, I just it makes me sad and 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 I know I just sometimes just want to be entertained. Sometimes I don't want to really look at the horrible world, but you know, <laughs> Sam uh, Sam was talking about his specific episodes that he liked and then Travis came in and said, "You know, I just I like shows I want to feel miserable afterwards." And then Jim said, "You should listen to our show." <laughs> Well, I just, the quickness of Jim is great on that, but yeah, I haven't watched too many, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I think if it, it was something like, God forbid, if we had another shut in, you know, it'd be something that I'd probably start from the beginning again. I reckon go, if you can get past
0: through. that angle, yeah, that up, I, I agree. Cause I, I love the sci-fi of it. And I, I, I agree with what Travis said. Like, that's why my wife won't watch shows with me. You know, she likes HGTV. I love to feel miserable. Like, Breaking yeah, she's, bad. Shows I'm probably more like, like your
1: wife then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shows where
0: you're like breaking bad or, I got her to watch Sopranos; She loved it. But where there's stakes where you feel, you don't feel too great after sometimes you got a shower. Yeah, shower. I love getting in the dirty with those shows. Uh, we, we've we heard Jaden Smith breakdowns before. And I'm actually, I'm actually surprised Sam forgot about the one time he was super annoying and wore a Batman costume to like a Kardashian's wedding or event. but he did that. And that just goes with how annoying he was. They kind of talked about all the different annoying aspects of, of him in the public eye over the years. Um, did, did did you have some? do you have a personal story with, uh, I think you're saying about, this? well,
1: yeah, it's funny because, you know, this came about cause they're talking about Jada and Will's uh, situation. She has that new book coming out and all that kind of stuff. And they're talking about, you know, everything that's coming out from that book and their relationship. And, you know, I, 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 I think they're kind of hateable, both of them. I don't like them. I think that's how the uh, the guys feel about them. So I really don't care what's going on in their lives, but I just like, Bothers me, and uh I was making a note listening to the show, and my wife heard me say, you know, as I was making my notes that God, they are hateable. I agree with Jim. Yeah, and she's like, "Wait, you know, let's talk about that." And I go, "Oh, I'm in trouble," but she brought up a good point. She was listening to um Jada on Dak Shepard's podcast, and uh and I guess she's had a really tough life with abuse and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm kind of being cynical, I'm like, yeah, she had a tough life, but I guess before she, you know. Made it. She had a tough life. And my wife always just said, you know, you should probably just kind of remember, you know, you don't know what people have gone through. You don't know what they're dealing with. Um, So just be a little bit more sensitive. It's harder for me because I think that she's just kind of hateable. (laughs) So it gets me in trouble with the wife a little bit. So maybe I I should have a little better
0: understanding. I hear what your wife's saying, and I would say that's why you you let it go when there's that one person who's kind of rude at work because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. When it's someone who's like, there's like a world war, and they're just constantly in your face on TV trying to sell their book. Yeah, it's a little different, I think. And it's that's that it's that celebrity thing where like they just won't go away. Like she she's like she's like. um Gwyneth Paltrow's conscious. Yeah, on we don't
1: need to know what's going on well, in your life.
0: Yeah. She, she's like way worse than than all that terminology and Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: And that was kind of my argument just to wrap this up really quick yeah, is yeah. That, that, you know, it's like she brought all this stuff out there and that red, right. whatever
0: thing on YouTube. So, I mean, it's like we wouldn't have known any of it. So why? you Totally. I agree. It? I agree. Um, it, Jim revisited something that is one of the most compelling listens associated with the show ever. It, it was it happened on Opie and Anthony where there was this guy, I forgot what they were talking about. I kind of want to go back and listen, but a a caller called in named Roy Den Hollander. And Jim just wound up bashing him. He didn't agree with him. The guy sounded like a a twerp and was a lawyer, I believe. And while getting bashed, he responded with, I challenge you to a duel. Like he wanted to have a duel and shoot Jim, he was saying. And then he wound up suing Jim. And I think it it was about a year of uh, legal battles and fees that, you know, Jim had to get through and Jim was very involved. He's, you know, very kind of studious reading all the court transcripts. And then you fast forward just a few years ago, this guy, Roy Denhounder w- winds up killing a judge and I believe her son on the doorstep and then shooting himself because he had cancer. So just a ridiculous saga that you would not uh, expect to have any involvement with this show. But um, I, I forgot why he even... Yeah. Oh, there was a lawsuit um, because of the squatter news that they kind of. Yeah, that's they, kind, of, it's how kind of a crazy thing, though. Right? It
1: was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, you just kind of talked about it, too. I guess you don't know what people are going through, so okay. you should have some understanding. So you kind of don't know what mental illness people have. So yeah. when you're on the road and you want to just, you know, flip off the guy that cut you off, just be careful because you don't know if it's a nut out there with a gun and could do the same type of things, you know, it's so it's chilling when he said he wanted to have a duel with Jim and a gun, and then he committed, you know, murder with that same gun and murder suicide, if you will. So Mm. that's really crazy. So I'm glad that Jim's past that Jim's on to better things, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. I used to be a a stereotypical Chicago driver since having kids. I I lay off the horn quite a bit for that reason. A lot of road rage out there. Um, Troy, (laughs) Troy, um, He's he's gotten better. You know, he's our guy. He's he he was really a big supporter early and still does show us some love on social media. But he his Googling has gotten better. His his research for the show. But there was a folly this week. He thought he found they're talking about a Trump was actually, I guess, left a surprisingly kind letter to Biden when Biden took office in the White House. And Trump, uh, Troy found what he thought was the letter, but it didn't quite have the uh, official sounding language, did it, Chris?
1: No, it didn't. I guess it's tradition for the outgoing president to leave a letter on the desk of the incoming president, just you know, wishing them luck and all that kind of stuff. Very, you know, diplomatic, very, you know, professional. And so when Troy thought he found the letter, you know, Trump's letter to Biden was more like, you know, you dummy kind of thing. So I don't think that was a real letter, even though probably Trump would write that. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it wasn't the right thing. So Troy has some challenges, uh, believing the things he finds on the internet, but could, and they talked about this late in the show on Thursday. Could he just say, you know what, Travis, you think it's good. You come over and do my job. I'll do your job. And maybe they'll switch positions next week. They've talked
0: about it. I don't know. I would love think. to see it. I think Travis has done kind of everything, but you know he sure. has his follies too. There's a lot going on in the show, and I, I love when like they start reading a letter. Like Troy only is it. It says, uh, "Hey, Sleepy Joe," and it was like "F you" or something.
1: Yeah, it was like, like, like okay, okay think- this can't be real.
0: <laughs> um, and speaking of Troy, though, big props. I he has, a, I believe it's a new NFL commercial, Black Caviar uh, involved with. They use their music, which we know is phenomenal. So, I mean. Go from uh, being in a big Spider-Man movie to NFL commercials and Gold Record. Good for Troy, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, he
1: downplays it so much, but it is yeah. a very cool thing, and and it's a it's seen every Sunday because it's it's promoting their their shop and their apparel shop. So good for him.
0: It's awesome. Uh, they were talking about speaking of kind of speaking of Troy here, him and Jim. We'll try to hit this quick. We got some more to get to. Uh, they're they're kind of like obsessed with death where they are. Jim's looking at these old photos of of new york in a facebook group so there's another facebook group beyond the kiss poster auctions and he's like looking at the people like they're not alive anymore they died and um troy's just talking about like you know you got to enjoy your friends and you know (laughs) you start saying goodbye to them he's like you don't know you know when you're gonna see them, and i guess like when you're in your you know late 40s and and jim in his 50s like i guess some people with health conditions you start losing but with troy who's a little younger like Sam and Travis point out, like, dude, you still got like half your life left, more man. More than half your life, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was funny. Um, I feel the same way because I am older. Yeah. Um, that it's like, wow, yeah, looking at those things, like every single person in this old film is 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 dead. And then they talked a little bit about that one film that um, that uh, Peter uh, Jackson from uh, Fame of the uh, what are those uh, movies again? Lord the the uh, Rings, Lord or... of the Rings. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. He the movie that uh, he colorized from World War One is called uh, They Shall Not grow old um and i want to check that out because it it was really neat to see and i think when you look at that stuff in black and white it's not real but you see it in color it really pops for you so it was it was pretty cool
0: yes and because of the emotional status i guess those guys are in they do get emotional during shows and movies uh sam and travis do not but but a caller did call them out they do they said they get emotional during those uh last day with the uh puppy videos of course those, those are tear jerkers. I, I do know. Um, kind of going back to Jim's big news, they also talked about getting married too early. And I took that, I want to know what you think, Chris. I took that as like too young. Like once you and I think they even talked about like that's what happens to high school sweetheart sometimes. Yeah. Like you're married super young, your life is way different. Go out and have a ton of experiences, and then it just doesn't pan out.
1: Yeah. And I don't think they were alluding to Jim, you know, only no. being with this person for a little while and getting married too soon but it's too early, too early in your youth and that kind of thing. I got married when I was 30. So yeah, or 29, 30, something. Like that, so that was the right time. You, you get through all the, the crap in your life and all the single things you do and it's, it's better from for that time. I agree.
0: Absolutely. And I think Jim, like it might've been a while. He might have. I know he was, he was living with a girlfriend for a long time. It might've been a few years. Then he yeah. popped the question. So it might've been too soon. Uh, Coupé, Coupe, I said Coupé. Coupé yeah. has more than a few years to pay off a student loan. He committed to a 15-year plan for 140 k he's a senior in college now that uh might not pan out he might need to get some kind of assistance there um this kind of student loan college talk had us reminiscing about montone's trip with rob at a hall of fame jim and sam moments they did talk about a um hbo max show i think you are going to be watching with your wife chris is that correct uh... no i will not be watching with my wife (laughs) it's
1: naked attraction and jim uh, sam and uh, nicole brought that up in their little podcast so yeah it's I don't think it's something for me. I don't want to see those body parts if they're not the best body parts out there.
0: No, not you need the best. Uh, yes. Moving along, X is going to charge $1 a year to post. I mean, I guess I'll pay it if it's not too hard to enter the information. It's another mind baffling thing that Elon's doing. Right. Uh, one thing we were texting about is they're amazing especially Jim's amazing take on the Susan Boyle kind of like her video that made her rise to fame from Britain's Got Talent and this is a break they've done before if not an opening Anthony definitely on Jim and Sam but they dove deeper into it this time and um, just just a perfect example of how they take something that everyone's just kind of observing in the public eye and break it down for why it's ridiculous
1: yeah I really loved this this breakdown because I really never thought about it this way too um, and especially in this age of being more, I hate to say it, woke, as we're supposed to be. Yeah. They talked about Susan's, uh Boyle's appearance, and she walks out there and, and, uh, and sings beautifully. And they all think, wow, it's so, so amazing that she's singing. Well, why is it amazing that she's singing that way? Is that because she's not attractive? Because yeah, right. maybe she's overweight? So, you know, why are they all surprised? Or why do they all think that she couldn't sing? Or why is the audience laughing when she came out to sing? That's just kind of mean. And that's it's really what was back then set up by the producers as this is okay. Everybody, you know, all the, all the hosts knew about it. All the judges, they knew, Hey, we got somebody who's not attractive. That's going to sing. Okay. We'll just pretend that we didn't know that, you know, but why the question to Jim, why are you guys doing this? Uh, unattractive people can't sing, you know?
0: Right, right. Your your breakdown, Jim's breakdown is spot on. And it's like that, you know, it's like someone's grandma. You want not just be disrespectful to, Somebody's grandma that that looks uh that And that,
1: yet it's still uh, funny how they talked about uh her look and her haircuts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to not going to no, deny I mean, the humor. They're...
0: Jim was hilarious as always, you know, every great example. People are mean so that then they can give someone a moment and pat themselves on the back. That's uh, says a lot about our society. Um, Jim did kind of, they spelled out how the cruise is going to go next week for Jim and his now wife. They didn't know it was gonna be his wife, but uh, Jim likes his treats. There might be some ice cream, frozen yogurt that might make his wife not enjoy it. And, and Jim make it seasick perhaps.
1: Yeah. Those cruises are are fun. I actually, Mike, the cruise I went on, I was out of commission for a day because I did get seasick. Yeah, it was not good. Um, And I had, you know, the patch behind your ear. And I think maybe that did it. I think it gave me too much of the medicine the other way and made me feel nauseous. But yeah, it, it uh the treats. My wife used to tell me while we're on the cruise, it's five o'clock, which means they do crepes at five o'clock. So we got to get up and get those crepes at five, five o'clock crepes. So, yeah, great food. Jim's going to come back 20 pounds heavier, but I'm all for it.
0: It's it'll be amazing. Cruise is on my bucket list. Never been on one. Sounds amazing. I think this kind of cruise, like Sea Talk, got them talking about uh, Natalie Holloway, Johan Van der Sloot, um, and that that's that's from a, a Norm joke. But they what they they broke down is Patrice's amazing amazing bit on Johan Van der Sloot. They just listened to it, talked about how good it was, how good Patrice was. Anyone wants to check that out? Uh, Travis, I, my wife is going to do this. He took his daughter to. Uh, the Taylor Swift movie. My, my wife is going to take our daughter and it's like three hours, but uh, yeah. more power to her. You know, she's just, she's making economies better everywhere she goes, everywhere her products go. There's I a-
1: agree with Troy on that though. I don't want to go to a, a movie and hear every, my neighbor person sitting next to me singing and dancing. And then he said, you know, doing a conjuring of, whatever they're doing and like a witch kind of thing. But yeah, uh I'd wait until for me, I'm gonna wait until it's released because I do want to see that concert, but I don't want to go see it with others.
0: I agree. I think the interesting part is like just watching the show and how she handles stuff like backstage. That's why her Netflix documentary was so good. So I'd kind of like want to study it more than like see everyone participate. Um they they talked about Lauren Hill a lot. And I didn't hear this. I, I don't know if you did Chris but Travis, before they even talked about that break, Travis is a is a wonderful gentleman on the show. Uh he's personally helped me in my career with some stuff outside of the show. So I absolutely love Travis. And but his his IG post bothered me. He had a, he had a very serious Instagram post at the concert saying uh calling Lauren Hill Miss Lauren Hill. And saying uh, the Queen did uh, such and such. I don't know if he got the uh, ribbing he deserved on the show for that, though, did he?
1: Yeah, it's a little too much. And you can like whoever you want to like. But if you go a little too far in the fandom, you got to get a beating. Troy did for Taylor. Come on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they they might switch next week, which you you saw, Travis and Troy. Uh, let's get to, we just got a couple minutes here. We'll, we'll yeah. let you touch on the guests. We had Jeff Ross, uh, Renan, Mike Cannon. I thought they are all great. It was I, another perfect week for me. Just a few guests, all super interesting.
1: Yeah, it was neat. Um, Jeff Ross was very interesting because, you know, he was close friends with Saget and and Norm and and Gilbert, and they have a great picture. So his act is kind of centered around death now, which is interesting. And um, he had so much to share. He had this ring from his grandfather that was made from a bolt from a German U-boat. And those German U-boats, I think, are like submarines. And that same U-boat that that ring was made out of is down here at the Chicago Museum of of, uh, Science and Industry here. So and he talked about coming there. So, yeah, he had some very cool things and then some weird stories about doing uh, stand up in prison and then being asked by the state to give some footage of that because there's a a prisoner that didn't show remorse. It was really cool. And then, of course, we had Mike Cannon. And we talked about that already, how great Mike was, you know, uh, he said a He told a story about setting a calendar reminder when he was an up and coming (laughs) comic about, you know, in in 2010, you will be the biggest New York comic. And he set that calendar reminder well it went off when he was handing out flyers in Times Square trying to make it as a comic still. So funny story there. Sad story about his wife having a miscarriage and but a good story with he's going to be joining Chrissy D and doing the the podcast with him. So awesome. And then, of course, we talked about how um, Renan, is that right? Is that how yeah, you Hernan, pronounce his name? Hernan. Yeah, he he was really interesting, and you know, being a Jewish comedian had a lot to say on what's going on there. So, do you have a favorite one? I, I guess if I, I'll go first. If I yeah, guess I had to go first, I, I you know I I like Mike Cannon. He fits in well, and he was very funny talking about his whole in uh, sync um, love and what he did as a youth. How about you?
0: It's tough for me. I interviewed Jeff Ross a while ago. He was super nice. I always loved the roast. And those guys in that picture that he's doing a show on are my favorite comics ever. Norm, I got the right jokes for my favorite, sure. best comic ever. Um, but I think this was Mike Cannon's arguably his best appearance ever on the show. And I appreciate his honesty and his tough situation with his wife. And and he, you know, he managed to be honest and, and funny about that. Just an awesome appearance. So I'll go with Mike Cannon.
1: Good choice. Good choice. What about your line of the week? Do you have one for uh, let's, this let's week? Get the
0: line the week? We have less than two minutes. Your, Mike's story about his calendar, next show, remind me about my little Scotty story about how when I uh, auditioned for the acting program at the University of Illinois that I did get into, I, I showed the dean my $100 million notebook because I would make $100 million as an, either, an actor and a writer.
1: Uh, well, uh, we we'll, we'll we'll still have hope for that. This podcast is going to go through the roof, man. Oh. <sighs>
0: Do you, 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 you want to hear that now or, or next one? Next I one? Have we only really got a minute here. We're going to get to uh, let's save it for next show and, and it'll go viral. Line of the week. What did you have for line of the week?
1: So for line of the week, uh, I had uh, Sam and they were just talking in general about just funny things. And Sam said, you know how I love Jim. And Jim was quick to say, yeah, that tent in your pants. That's how I know that you love me. So quick, (laughs) Uh, so quick. How about
0: you? Uh, Mine was, uh, I want to say it was Wednesday's show. It was when Mike Cannon was on. Mike Cannon was talking about, like, I think he made a joke about his old podcast. He was tired of carrying the show. And Jim goes, I know how that is. Trust me in a certain voice. Amazing Opie Slam, just right away, so perfect. And we think this episode was perfect because we had awesome Jimmy News and a great week of shows to break down. Thank you all for watching and listening. Thank you, Chris, for everything you do.
1: Yeah, it was a fantastic show and and we're really happy for Jim. And, you know, welcome to the town square, Nikki.
0: Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell not dogbell, Bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review.
1: We really appreciate it.